Hi, my name is Aquila Hicks, also known as Coach Q. I'm a believer, wife, and a mom of three, and a certified life and health coach who absolutely loves coaching women on living a more joyful life. I once was an overwhelmed mama and wife suffering from severe postpartum depression and anxiety, and it wasn't until I began chasing after wisdom that I learned how to truly enjoy life. Like Proverbs 317 states that wisdom will lead you to a life of joy and peace. Guess what? I'm continuing to chase after wisdom, and I'm bringing you right along with me, teaching you everything that I've learned and that I'm continuing to learn so that you too can have a life of joy, abundance, beauty, and balance. So get ready to be enlightened, empowered, and inspired. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, get cozy. This is the Ladies After Wisdom Podcast. Good morning and welcome to the Ladies After Wisdom Podcast. This is Aquila, also known as Coach Q. You all, today we're going to talk about reclaiming your time and your energy, how to prioritize yourself without feeling guilty, okay? So if you are someone who finds yourself putting everyone else first, right? Before you put your own needs, then this episode is for you. Before we dive into this episode, because I know you want to hear all about it, I want to talk about how summer went by so fast, right? How did summer get by so fast? Oh my goodness, I'm looking out my window and I'm seeing the fall leaves come and I'm just not ready. Am I the only one? I love summer and spring. And even though I get to live in the Midwest with all four different seasons, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Our beautiful weather just doesn't seem to last very long. We only get a couple of months out of the year where we get to get outside, walk barefoot, put on our summer dresses. But um, I'm feeling feeling a little sad that (laughs) that fall has gotten here so quickly, you know, but is it just me? Is it just me? I know we have listeners from all over and some of you all get to enjoy literal beautiful weather year round. And I am so jealous, so jealous. But um, I hope that you all truly enjoyed your summer. I hope that you were able to maybe get a vacation or two in there, enjoy time with your children, your family, your spouses. I would love to hear about it. You can always email me at coachq at ladies after wisdom dot com. Let me know how your summer went. All right. Now there is some good things about fall, right? The guys, my husband starts wearing those turtlenecks and those Timberlands. I'm telling you something (laughs) so good about that. And then also as ladies, we get to wear our fall boots and all that good stuff. But I, I must say that I am so sad to see summer go right? But let me know how your summer is once again in Coach Q at ladiesafterwisdom.com. All right. So this episode is for you if you struggle with knowing how to prioritize yourself. If you really don't even know what prioritizing you is all about, you struggle with saying no, you know, you you really want to say no, but you struggle with saying no because you battle with that guilt. Or you may even try to schedule some me time, schedule some, some time to prioritize you, but you always wind up sabotaging you and you wind up, you know, Uh, taking care or saying yes to someone else. This episode is for you. If you want to know how to move past that guilt, if you want to know what prioritizing you is all about and how to begin to embracing that and the benefits of that. Okay. Before we dive into the episode, I want to, I love to share a story with you all. Uh, I am a flight attendant and you all know that I've been a flight attendant for over, I've been in the airline industry for well over a decade now. Right. And I love, love, love being a flight attendant. I love being in the airline industry. One of the things that us flight attendants do, and if you've ever flown, you've seen us do this. We stand in the middle of the the plane when it's time to, before it's time to take off, and we do our emergency briefing. That's that, that 
time when we begin to point our fingers, tell you where the exits are, you know, tell you where to go, what to do, because flight attendants are on the plane primarily for your safety, right? Many believe that we're just on a plane to give you drinks, you know, but flight attendants are there primarily for your safety. But that's another podcast and a different day. And I believe that every single woman, mother or not, should experience being a flight attendant at least once time in their life, even if it's for a short period of time. All right. But I may do a podcast about that. Okay. During this emergency briefing, we share, and you guys are aware of this if you've flown, we share that if oxygen masks are to drop to ensure that you put on your oxygen mask first prior to helping anyone else out, right? So as flight attendants, one thing that we also do is aside from that, you know, that briefing that's made overhead for everyone to hear, us flight attendants, we go to parents with smaller children, moms with smaller children, and we let them know to make sure that if these oxygens these oxygen masks do fall, that they make sure that they put on theirs before helping that child. Now, most moms, they look at me like, yeah, right. You know, well, thank you. You know, thank you so much. But then they're like, yeah, right. I'm of course I'm gonna put on mine first. I want to share with you why we do that. Okay. Oftentimes, uh, if not all the time, moms, what we do is we have a tendency to put everyone else first before we put ourselves right. And in emergency, it, it doesn't like take away emergency situations. When there's emergency situations, women, we do that too, all right? The number one reason why we stop at parents, small children, and we let them know, and even say it over the intercom as well, is because if the mother isn't well, then the child isn't well, right? There's something that's happened that can happen if there's decompression. That means that if the, uh, you know, if the cabin begins to decompress, what can possibly happen is decompression sickness. So when you don't have on your oxygen mass, when that could happen rarely, and it could happen, you can literally die. So if you are forcing, you are trying to deal with this child who is crying and screaming because there will be loud noise, and you are trying to put that mask on them first before putting on your own, you are literally, you, you can possibly kill yourself because you are not getting in the oxygen that you need. So while you're taking so many minutes trying to fight and trying to figure out, trying to put that mask over their face, you are without oxygen. And then all what was needed to be done is take a couple of seconds, put that oxygen on your face, and then you lean over to that child. And if, even if that child is fussing and wrestling with you and you have to you know, smash that mask on their face to make sure they're getting oxygen, at least you've gotten yours and you're not fighting and flailing with the child in order to get theirs, you understand? So one of the main reasons we do that is because we know we know that those that you love, those that you care about, you have a tendency to take care of others better than you take care of yourself, right? So you learned something new today, right? If you didn't know why flight attendants do that, <laughs> that's why we do that. I want to ask you, are you putting on your oxygen first? All right. I've come to learn that it's not even just women, it's men too. I have coached some men clients and they're so in depth and so into providing for their family that they have a tendency to neglect their mental health, their physical health, and even their spiritual health. But what is the point of making all that money and providing if you're not going to have the energy to enjoy it? All right. And I want to say the same thing to you. What is the point of having a beautiful family, beautiful friendships? If you don't have the energy to enjoy it, the mental energy, the spiritual, the physical energy to enjoy it, and you got to prioritize you in order to be able to enjoy that. So we're going to talk about today 
how you can start putting on your oxygen first, right? Okay. Let's talk about the order today. So I'm going to talk to you about the three common reasons why women feel guilty for prioritizing themselves. Then I'm going to move in how you can start prioritizing you without the guilt. And we're going to also talk about why it's so important. Okay. So the three common reasons why women feel guilty when prioritizing themselves is number one, it's societal expectations. Okay. Women, us, we have this tendency to women have historically, I'm sorry, been conditioned to prioritize the needs of everyone else over our own. Okay. And society often they place expectations upon us to be selfless caregivers. All right. And we put our families, our partners, our spouses, and our communities before putting ourselves right breaking away from this societal norm and a lot of time it's just subconscious you know it's what we see on tv it's what we hear from day to day and we don't even realize that we're soaking it in and we're, we're taking it in but it's the truth trying to break away from these societal norms can really trigger feelings of guilt and the fear of being perceived as selfish or neglectful okay so does that sound familiar? All right. You may not even know or realize why you struggle with this guilt to prioritize you. It's just, it doesn't feel right. Right. So let's go into uh, number two, a uh, cultural and family pressures. All right. Cultural and family expectations can play a significant role in guilt with women when we're prioritizing, when we try to prioritize ourselves. Okay. Certain cultural and familiar beliefs, familiar family beliefs, okay, <laughs> may emphasize putting the needs of family and community first, right? And make it really, really challenging for women, for us to prioritize ourselves and our well-being without feeling a sense of obligation or guilt, all right? So your family is putting pressure and your culture is putting pressure on you, all right? And once again, a lot of times, this isn't necessarily what's said. Oftentimes we can pick up beliefs just by what we see, Okay, so that cultural and societal pressures, our family pressures, once again, it may not be something that is said, right? You might not be, well, Coach Q, no one said anything to me like that. That may not be, it may just be what you have seen and what is common in your culture, all right? Or what you've seen on television, what we've seen and what we have experienced, all right? It's not necessarily something that needs to be personally said to you, all right? And a very, very, very common reason, I believe this is number one, is internalized per perfectionism. And to be honest, all of these three reasons, all of these reasons boil down to one thing is perfectionism. And we know that perfectionism is driven by fear. All right. Many women struggle with perfectionism, striving to meet impossibly high standards. All right. In all areas of our life. And this profession perfectionistic mindset often leads to self-imposed pressure that we put on ourselves to constantly be productive and meet the needs of others flawlessly. Prioritizing ourselves can be seen as a failure, all right, to live up to the unrealistic expectations resulting in guilt and self-criticism, all right? I almost want to read my notes again, all right? This one is so, so common. Many women struggle with perfectionism, and I know that I have. I like to call myself a recovering perfectionist, right? And I realized, once I realized that my behavior 
the way that I was thinking, the way that what I was believing, how it was adding to my stress, my anxiety, my overwhelm, I had to quickly learn how to step back from that and begin to take on new beliefs, start unlearning some things and to really start taking care of myself. And once again, it's something that has to be conscious because as women, we see this in day-to-day life of the societal pressure to be perfect. So even though it's something that you may have and that I have conditioned myself to unlearn, I still have to be conscious uh, of it. I have to be conscious to prioritize me, all right? Because I am, once again, a recovering perfectionist, all right? So perfectionism, once again, all of three these three reasons, whether it's family, cultural, or societal, the expectations that they're putting on you, you are taking on that and trying to be perceived as perfect, all right? And maybe we just can't go that deep right now, um, but you got to reflect on it and come to terms that you are struggling or you have been challenged with some bits of perfectionism. You want others to perceive you as good. And and that's I think that's a good healthy perspective, how you want, how we want our reputation, how we want others to perceive us. But to be honest, we can't be so consumed with the way that people view us, right? Because we know that other people's perception has to do with their upbringing, what they have been through and their experiences, right? So if we're constantly focused on the way that someone thinks of us, the way that we want them to like us, then we're we're constantly going to be at mercy of what others think of us. And we will be wrapped into that perfectionism, right? So you have to be willing to let go of the idea of being perfect, all right? That's a that's a really good first step, all right? You have to understand that prioritizing you is not a failure. And although it can be perceived on the outside as a failure because you're not looking perfect because you're prioritizing you, it doesn't matter what others believe. And all that matters is that you are well mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. All right. So once again, those three reasons are the societal pressures to be perfect, the cultural, the cultural and family pressures that within each culture, within each family, they have expectations, especially on women and mothers and wives. And those pressures, those those cultural pressures can really squeeze in on you. Right. And can really be emphasized and it can cause you to put a lot of pressure on you. And then also the internalized perfectionism, believing that you got to be perfect, believing like that you got to look like you have it all together, believing that you have to have it all together. All right. Now let's talk about why it's so important for women to prioritize themselves. All right. And not just women, actually, actually everyone. All right. But since this is ladies after wisdom, we're going to gear it towards the ladies, right? So because we often wear multiple hats, we're mothers, we're wives, we're daughters, we're friends, we're professionals, right? We're natural caregivers and nurturers. We just are. And always looking out for the well-being of other people, all right? However, it is crucial to remember that we can't pour from an empty cup. And that's what we do. When we're pouring from an empty cup, we're borrowing from tomorrow's grace. We're borrowing. We keep borrowing and borrowing. And we literally have no energy for the day. All right. Taking care of ourselves allows us to show up fully for others and maintain our own well-being. All right. What did I tell you about the whole oxygen thing? If the mother is not well, the child is is not well. What is the point? What is the point of of struggling to help the child put on their mask when literally both of you all, both of you all could could lose consciousness or get really sick or the worst could happen. You understand? By not 
focusing on yourself first and then helping the child. You understand? Although it sounds like really selfish, the truth is it isn't. By, and, and to be honest, selfish seems like such a negative word, but the truth is sometimes it isn't. It is perfectly okay to be selfish because in moments where you are selfish is in those moments where you, you are building up your energy to begin to help others, all right? There have to be moments where you seclude yourself to get well, to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, so that you'll have that energy to help others. If you are not filling up your own cup, if you are not nurturing yourself, if you're not being a caregiver to you, then how can you possibly have the energy to be a caregiver to someone else, all right? A lot of times when we are constantly pouring from a borrowed cup or pouring from an empty cup, that is when overwhelm sets in. That's when frustration and anger and, and I've been there. The reason I know is because I've, I've been there. And if you find that you are a woman who's constantly overwhelmed, who's constantly frustrated, battling with a little bit of anger or disappointment, it is because you're doing too much. All right. You are doing too much. And it's time for you to begin to start stepping back as at asking for help and beginning to relieve some of those pressures off of you. No one said that you had to be perfect. No one, no one, no one. And God is expecting us to be perfected in love. All right. And as you begin to be perfected in love, you'll learn how to love yourself more, learn how to uh, operate in love more, and you will begin to start taking care of yourself more. All right. So let's dive into um, how, how do we prioritize ourselves without guilt. Okay. Let's explore some, some strategies that can help us do that. All right. Number one is we got to recognize your worth. All right. You have to understand that your needs and your desires, they matter, right? Even though God has blessed you with a spouse, has blessed you with children, has blessed you with a business or responsibilities or the job that you always wanted or the house that you've always wanted. You have to understand that you, although you have those blessings and those are beautiful, you still have to take care of yourself. You cannot possibly take care of those blessings in the way that they can be taken care of if you're, you're not taking care of you, all right? You are worthy of love, of care, of attention, all right? Just like anybody else. And you have to remind yourself that prioritizing yourself is not selfish. It's an act of self-respect and also self-discipline, all right? Number two, you wanna set you some boundaries, all right? Learn to say no when necessary, all right? I've learned that no is a sentence, is one sentence, no, period. Oftentimes we wanna say no and we wanna begin to explain like why we're saying no because we feel guilty for saying no. But to be honest, no is a sentence and it can be ended with just a period. You don't owe an explanation. No is no, all right? And if someone feels some type of way because you're saying no, then they have to deal with their own challenges within themselves, all right? If you are saying no because you know you need to say no or you just don't want to do it and it just adds on to your list of things to do, which can add to overwhelm, right? You don't need to give an explanation behind it because that too can rev up more anxiety and we don't need that. It's okay to decline certain requests or delegate tasks to others, okay? And establishing some boundaries allows you to protect your time and to protect your energy and it's ensuring that you have enough left for yourself, all right? 
oftentimes what we do is as women, when our kids ask us to do something, when our spouses ask us to do something, when our community, you know, PTO, family, whatever it may be, asks us to do something, we want to jump up and we want to do it. And then we will deal with it later, like how we are, you know, have low energy or how we're overwhelmed. We'll just deal with that later. But the truth is we need to reflect upon what we need at that moment and really thinking about how long this task will take. Is it something that you really can give 100% to? Are you doing this just to avoid? You know, what is it? All right. You have to set boundaries. When you begin to set boundaries for you, when you begin to set up boundaries for yourself, others will begin to respect them. But because you don't set up boundaries for you, guess what? Others don't respect you because you don't have any boundaries. All right. And that's in all areas of life, boundaries and everything. When it comes to relationships, when it comes to conversations, when it comes to gossip, when it comes to eating, when it comes to what every area of life, it, this can also, I mean, we're talking about time, time management and all that good stuff today, but I want you to remember that boundaries needs to be set in every single area of your life. And it's not just in particular with caring for others. You want to set boundaries in every area of your life of what your your do's and your don'ts and begin to stick by them. And that will cause others to respect you. When you respect yourself, you respect your time, then others will begin to respect it as well. If you're someone who's constantly, um, you know, lost track of time and, and late and um, and don't worry because, you know, I'm late too at times, right? But if you're someone who comes off as though you don't respect time and those those people, those women are very, up, they're, they're very clear. I can pinpoint them out in a moment. When you don't respect your time, oftentimes you don't respect other people's time. And then guess what? It's a, it's a cycle. They don't respect your time. And time is the most precious thing that we have. It's not money. All right. It's time. It literally is time. Okay. Money. You can always get back a new house, a new car, a new, you know, you can always get that. But the time that you get to spend with your loved ones is the most precious thing. All right. So Set boundaries so that you're able to give yourself the energy to rejuvenate so that you can enjoy time with those that you really love. All right. Practicing self-care. All right. Number three, you want to engage in activities that really bring you some joy. All right. Peace and relaxation, whether it's taking a long bath, whether it's reading a book, whether it's going for a walk or pursuing a hobby, make self-care a non-negotiable part of your routine okay schedule it in your calendar and treat it as a priority all right like i want you to schedule self-care as though it's a doctor's appointment all right this weekend uh for myself i was doing some painting and then my sister came over and did some painting sometimes i do the paint by number because i just love to color oftentimes i have a color book that i created on amazon and sometimes I'll I'll color in that book, but it helps me to relax and relieve my mind. I'm not necessarily someone who does baths a lot or um, someone who, uh, uh, I don't know, but I, I really enjoy coloring, painting. I love reading. That really relaxes me, really takes back my stresses for the day. You understand? So Practice self-care, whatever brings you joy, whatever relaxes you, maybe one bath a week will do it. You know, maybe a shower with some music and and letting the kids know, letting everyone else know that you uh, don't want to be disturbed during this time. All right. 
just blocking off some time for you and respecting that time. Okay. It was hard for me at first uh, to let my children know that, you know, this is mommy time or this is me time. I need to relax time. Give me 30 minutes. You know, don't knock on the door or if you knock, I'm not answering, you know, unless it's emergency. It was hard to say that at first, but now that I've said that so much, even I see my children, my, my boys, my daughter, she's off to school, but my younger boys and they're saying, hey, I need some me time, especially my Solomon, he's eight. He'll often say, hey, I need some me time. I need some quiet time. Today was a rough day. And I, I respect him and I give that to him. And I'm so glad that he's learned that, right? It's important that you take this time to take care of you because people are watching you. Even if you don't have little kiddos at home or grandbabies or whatever it may be, People are always watching, right? And we're, we're lights, right? We're lights to the world. So it's important to know that your behavior, what you're doing, someone is always watching you. And sometimes they'll take on that behavior. Once again, what I'm telling you, a lot of times it's not what has to be said in order for someone to believe it. It's just something that you do. If you are someone who, uh, you know, takes a five minute close your eyes of relaxation before lunch, right? And you just close your eyes to meditate. Someone else will see that. And guess what? That will empower them. and will also influence them to do the same. So it's important, even if you don't got small babies at home, it's important for you to take care of you for a number of reasons. But a number, a number, one of those reasons is surely because someone is always watching, right? And we want to encourage good behavior and self-care is excellent behavior. I would encourage uh, putting self-care into your routine, if you can do it every day, if you can set aside, you know, 10 minutes on one of my journal entries daily, it asks me, what am I going to do to show myself that I love me today? And whether it's painting my nails, or maybe it's reading 10 minutes, or maybe it's just like doing my Duolingo exercise because I'm, I'm learning Spanish, which is really good. Uh, which is a really good tool, whatever it may be, I have my own way of practicing self-care and I would encourage 10 minutes a day, all right, to really help you fill up your own cup. And self-care, honestly, is just stepping away from the anxieties, the pressures, the stresses of life and getting a reboost, right? Being able to declutter your brain, declutter your mind for a moment and getting a reboost to take back on the world again, all right? Number four, delegate and ask for help. I am a master delegator, okay? A master delegator. I want you to remember that you can't do it all by yourself, all right? You cannot do everything alone. And I think a lot of women, uh, a lot of people in general, but especially a lot of women, I always see hashtag super mom, super woman. I'm not hashtag that. I don't wanna be that, all right? I ask for help. I've been that before and I've tried to be that and I've literally almost felt like I was losing my mind, okay? Of trying to do everything, be everything, take on everything and it wears you out and it overwhelms you and there's no purpose, no reason why you have to do that. Ask for help. Learn to delegate tasks at home to your kids. Um, if you need to have a cleaner that comes in once a month or once every other week, do that. Share the responsibilities. I know us women, when we are married, we don't we don't want to ask our spouses to uh, help us because especially if they're the they're the providers and the breadwinners, we don't want to ask for help. But the truth is, this is a team and this is a family union. And if you need help, just ask for it. All right. And if they're unable to provide the help, come up with a plan as to how you guys can can tackle this and do this together. All right. Number five, challenge your guilt. 
All right. I want you to recognize that guilt is often a conditioned response. All right. So you want to challenge the belief that putting yourself first is selfish or wrong. All right. You want to remind yourself that taking care of yourself is necessary for your overall well-being and your happiness. So what I mean by conditioned responses is, is, is norm. It's just something that normally pops on or, or just happens and you take it on. All right. The thoughts that pop into our head, we don't have to think on them, all right? We don't have to sit on them. We don't have to rest on them. We can only think on one thing at a time. So I want you to remember when that guilt comes in, challenge it. Ask yourself, step back, you know, why am I feeling guilty? Does this really make sense? You know, is it really deserving that I take care of everybody else better than I take care of myself? Is it really? It really doesn't make any sense. And there's nowhere anywhere that tells us that we have to do that. All right. It's important to be a friend to yourself first before you can be a friend to anybody else. All right. Love yourself first before you can love anyone else. You want to challenge that guilt that falls into your mind. Don't just sit on it and be like, okay, well, since I'm feeling guilty, I'm just going to, I'm just going to deal with it. No, no, you challenge it. You talk to yourself and say, Hey, why am I feeling this way? You know, why am I dealing with this? Okay. And number six, you want to surround yourself with supportive people. All right. You want to surround yourself with uh, with other women who understand the importance of taking care of themselves. All right. And, you, and that will support your journey and learning to take care of you. You want to share your goals and your struggles with your trusted friends. And you want to join a community of like minded women who can provide encouragement and accountability. All right. Prioritizing you is is one of the most challenging things to do when you are such a good nurturer and caretaker, right? It took many years for me to learn how to prioritize myself, right? I remember one morning, you guys, I apologize. I am getting over some type of cold, some type of something, and I got my water with me. So let me apologize. All right. I remember one morning, I was, uh, I was flight attendant. I was flying. I was helping at our restaurant. My children were in sports. My, I think my boys were in like in football. My daughter was in swimming. I just had so much going on and my week was running into each other. I was still, um, worship leading at my church. So, you know, practices was on Wednesdays and Thursdays and then service was on Saturdays and Sundays. And then my boys had practice and then I was flying. Then I was literally working at our restaurant and I remember getting up one morning, I put my feet flat on the floor and I just was like, God, I don't know how to get through today. I am so drained. I am so tired. And then within me, there was feelings. I was angry. I was upset. I was upset with my husband and I was upset with my kid's schedule. I was, you know, I was, I was just worn out. Right. And in that moment, as I began to walk and start my day, God had just reminded me like who told me to do all that like who told me to take on all those tasks right it was that day and roughly this is oh goodness gracious about five years ago it was that day where I woke up where I kind of opened my eyes and realized that okay all right I have got to start taking some steps back you know I know that this isn't good for me I know that this isn't good for my family or my kids that I need to start taking better care for me. And it was just a process, okay? I had started really good years ago, you know, when I went through severe anxiety and depression, you know, back in 2010, 12. And I started, you know, learning. I started picking the pieces up. I started taking care of myself. You know, I'm swimming every day, I'm reading every day. And then 
our restaurant opened and it plummeted, you know, I began neglecting me. I began, you know, I just, I, I, it was, oh my goodness. And then I had to learn, I had to implement it all over again. All right. I had to implement it, learning how to take care of me, how to gain that balance priority, prioritize myself all over again. There's no point in having the business. There's no point of having the blessed thing that God has blessed us with. There's no point of having it if you can't enjoy it. And so I want to encourage you. You have got to be, you got to balance it. You have got to be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically in good health in order to truly enjoy life. You understand? What do I think? Do I mean perfect? Absolutely, absolutely not. Nothing's ever perfect, but you got to prioritize it and you have to learn how to balance it. And that means saying no. That means setting boundaries. That means challenging the guilt feelings that come in. And I believe really understanding your worth, you know, really understanding that you're worthy of some peace. You're worthy of joy. You're worthy of it. All right. So let's talk about those six things one more time. The six ways that you can begin to prioritize you without guilt. That is recognizing your worth. You are worthy just like anyone else. All right. Just like you care for everybody else. You truly can begin to start caring for yourself because you're worthy of it. You want to start setting boundaries. When you begin to set boundaries, people start to respect them. They may not feel good about it at first, right? They might feel some type of way. But as you begin to respect your time, guess what? Others will respect it as well. And you want to practice self-care. You want to ensure whatever peace looks like, whatever brings you some happiness and some joy, some relaxation, you want to begin to, to schedule that weekly, if not daily, 10, 15 minutes. But if you can at least schedule an hour a week, it will really recharge your battery, all right? Number four, you want to delegate. And you want to ask for help. You are not superwoman. You are not super mom. You are not super anyone. And no one's asking you to be. Ask for help. That's what we are all here for. That's what. That's why we all have our own natural gifts, right? That's why we all have good th- things that we're really good at, right? And things that we may be challenged with because we can find someone that are strong and where we may be weak and ask them to help us, okay? Number five, you want to challenge your guilt. You don't want to just sit on the guilt that comes and the negative feelings that come, right? You want to ask yourself and challenge yourself, why am I feeling this way? Number six, you want to surround yourself with supportive people. All right. So you don't necessarily want to surround yourself with more women and more people who's doing the same thing, right? You want to surround yourself with women who are doing the opposite women who are prioritizing themselves, right? Women who, who are setting boundaries. There is something that I seen on uh, social media not too long ago. And there was someone that was talking about how there, there really is no balance to life. Like balance is a, um, Balance is not something that you can ever attain. That's not true. That is not true. If you are conscious of your behavior, if you're conscious of your priorities, you can have balance. Does that mean that life is perfect? Does that mean that nothing ever goes wrong? Does that mean that the seasons of life don't change? Absolutely not. It just means that you don't you don't give in to the overwhelm. It just means that you are giving yourself permission not to be flooded and frustrated. All right. That's what balance is all about. And being able to enjoy, enjoy your blessings, right? Okay. So if you have, if you have, if you've enjoyed this today, 
and you're ready to go deeper and you realize you need to go deeper in prioritizing you, right? And maybe you just you just know that it's time to start putting you first. You're ready to invest in you. I believe that the Joyful Blueprint Academy will be excellent for you. My sister, who is a mental health therapist, and I, we work together to help women get out of their own way to start living joyful, joyful lives, all right? You can go to joyfulblueprint.com slash masterclass to watch the free masterclass, joyfulblueprint.com to learn all about the program, all right? And we love to see new women come in. The women within there now is just crushing goals. Uh, They are doing amazing things, getting out of their own way, overcoming fears. And I'm, I'm going to have one of the women within the program on a future podcast, all right, to share their experience within the program and all the growth that they have made. So if you have any questions about the Joyful Blueprint Academy, you're interested, you want to learn more, you can always email me at coachq at ladiesafterwisdom.com. Or once again, go to joyfulblueprint.com. You can learn all about it. All right. If you guys hang tight, I'm going to go ahead and pray for you. But first, before I pray, I want to let you guys know, because I don't know if I touched this. I want to let you guys know exactly what prioritizing you is. All right. I believe in this culture, this society, I believe that many women struggle with knowing what prioritizing themselves means. And prioritizing you is disciplining you. Okay. That's what prioritizing you is. Prioritizing you is setting yourself up for success mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all right? Setting ourselves up for success isn't necessarily the thing that we always want to do, right? Right? Because sometimes other things may seem more funner, right? But I think that in a culture society that we are now, I believe that many women struggle with believing that prioritizing themselves is buying what they want, doing what they want, having what they want. That's not prioritizing you. That's actually sabotaging you. And we talk about that in the Joyful Blueprint Academy. But prioritizing you is setting boundaries. It is setting yourself up for success the way that you set your children and your grandkids and your spouse and everybody else up for success. It is setting yourself up for success. And when I say success, it means being healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. It is That is setting yourself up for success and the desires that God has placed on the inside of you. All right. And you know what those desires are. All right. You know that those dreams, those goals, those plans that God has placed on the inside of you, maybe you've shared it with no one. Right. But, you know, it's time to begin to start moving in that direction. Right. And You know that God has placed it there and you're ready to take action. That is setting up yourself for success, setting the boundaries, taking the priorities, making the priorities, taking the action steps that is prioritizing you. Okay. And you sabotage you when you just do what you want, because oftentimes we let our feelings lead us and we wind up in situations because we're doing what we want, right? Not necessarily doing what we want is what we need to do. And it surely doesn't set us up for success. All right. But disciplining you, it doesn't have to be something that's that's hard and it doesn't have to be brash and harsh, you know, within the Joyful Blueprint Academy, we learn how to discipline in a fun way. We learn how to create those boundaries in an exciting way instead of like a a bone crushing way and where we're, we're tough on ourselves and we're cruel and we're harsh. There's a way to change. There's a way to move past fear. There's a way to really excel and become successful in whatever it is that you desire. There really is without 
all this self-critical and the negativity and the harshness, all right? So prioritizing you is all about disciplining you. It's all about setting boundaries, setting yourself up for success mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all right? You all let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, as we are here today and we we basically talk about boundaries, we invite you, Father, into this presence and we ask that you bless us with the strength and the clarity Father, to prioritize ourselves without guilt. We thank you so much for the blessings that you have given us. Lord, I pray that you grant us the wisdom and the discernment when our boundaries have been crossed, Lord, and when we're not even setting boundaries. Bless us with the courage, Lord, to communicate with compassion and assertiveness. Father, may we release any fears, any doubts, Lord, that may hold us back from valuing our own needs and our well-being, Father. Show us continuously how important it is that we value ourselves. Father, bless us with the ability to create healthy and respectful relationships where boundaries are honored and understood. Father, may we cultivate the self-care and self-respect necessary to thrive in all aspects of our life. Lord, we ask that we ask for your support. Father, as we continue to go on this journey of self-discovery and empowerment and being this light in the world, and we pray, Lord God, that I pray, Father, that this episode, Father, is a source of inspiration and it's it offers insights, Father, and encouragement to everyone who listens, Father. Father, in your presence, in your love and grace and mercy, Lord, we just surrender all of our worries to you, Lord, and we trust, Lord God, in the process and the growth. Lord, we pray and we plead Psalms 91 over every single woman that's listening, every child, every spouse that is connected with us, every family member. We just believing for your love, Lord, and your protection to cover them and pleading Psalms 91 over their life, Lord, and over our situation and circumstance. Lord God, we come to you and with gratitude, Lord, and openness. And in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, you guys, I have enjoyed you so much today. And next week, I got like a special guest on. It's going to be my husband. And so next week, uh, it is our anniversary. And we're going to come in. We're going to share our ups and downs. We're going to share our relationship, what we do to keep our relationship strong, the challenges that we have endured. And uh, you get to see my my uh, my hubby on. So... <laughs> I'm excited to have him on. This is like the very first episode he's ever been on. And maybe we'll have him somewhere in the future. So make sure you tune in next week. You all, if you could please do me a favor, please, please, please do me a favor. Please rate this um, podcast. All right. The more ratings we have, the more women we're able to reach, the more people we are able to reach. And we want more people to live more joyful lives. We want more women to live more joyful lives. All right. And I can't do it without you all. I'm on a mission to reach a million women, to connect with a million pe- a million women, to get them to live joyfully, right? To unlearn some things that they've learned, to take on some new beliefs. And I'm excited and I can only get there by your help, all right? If you're watching from YouTube, please subscribe. Please share this episode with, with someone you know who needs it. And I'm always, I always love, love, love to hear from you all. You can always email me, coachq at ladiesafterwisdom.com. I love you. Get out there and live a joyful life. Prioritizing you is the bridge to fulfilling your purpose and calling that God has on your life. But you can't prioritize you the right way until you learn how to get out of your own way. As a certified transformation life coach and my sister, Nikita, a mental health therapist, we work together within the Joyful Blueprint Academy, an online mentorship and coaching program that I created to help women get out of their own way and overcome their fear, gain the confidence and clarity needed to pursue their purpose. To have at your fingertips the powerful combination of a 
life coach and therapist empowers you to start pursuing your purpose and get out of your own way so much more quickly. If you're ready to start taking action, if you're ready to invest in yourself, if you are ready to start pursuing your purpose with confidence and clarity, I want you to click the link below or go to joyfulblueprint.com to get started.